This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. And I'm Heather Branch here with Abe asking for his insight and ideas on the things that you can be working on now in effort to better prepare for your financial future as you approach your retirement or perhaps you're already in retirement the retirementkey.com is where you can go to begin your own conversation with Abe and his team at Abish Financial Services. We, of course, also have links posted in the show notes, so you can just click there if that is more convenient. Or again, find us anytime at theretirementkey.com as we begin rolling into not begin, we are fully in to the end of the year. I feel like more than ever, people are saying to me, I can't believe that it's already this time of the year. It's already November. This year has flown by. We've talked about it. And uh, already, you know, 2024 is just about here. It's crazy. And I think also, if you go back and reflect in the past five years or so, and then you think about the market volatility that we faced at the end of last year, 2024, in all in all, has been pretty good for the business of, of the financial world and retirement planning, has it not? 2023. 2023. Thank you. Gosh, yep. I'm already fast forwarding. Yep. Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the markets The markets yeah. have been up this year on a lot of artificial intelligence, investing, AI, mm-hmm. and then also FOMO, just people hopping back in the market thinking mm-hmm. that the markets have turned around, uh, fear of missing out. And so, you know, now we're starting to see the markets slide a little bit. But yeah, you're right. The, the markets, you know, have been up for the most part in 2023. But what's interesting, Heather, is if you actually go back and you look at the value of the S&P 500 today, mm-hmm. today it's around. 4150. It's been about 28 months since the S&P 500 was at this level. Meaning you need to go back to April of 2021 Mm -hmm. to see the value that we're at today on the S&P 500. So while there's been a lot of up and down, there's been like 28 months where the S&P 500 has essentially been flat so that's not great. Okay. Then we head into 2024, throwing a presidential election on right. top of everything else going on. And man, we've got to be cautious. We've got to be ready. You got to be ready. I mean, all, all the warning things. signals are out there. All the <laughs> yeah. warning signals are out there yeah. if you're alive. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. If you're alive, on this planet. <laughs> if you're alive and you have the news on from time yeah. to time, yeah. uh, warning signals are there. All right. Well, Let's talk about this idea that you just touched on the idea, the FOMO idea, the fear of missing out. We all sure. want to know what we should be getting into, in some cases getting back into when it comes to the market and also perhaps maybe bonds, Abe, because one of America's top personal finance experts believes that higher interest rates have opened a new opportunity. Susie Orman tells CNBC that she's starting to look at bonds more and more. Here's what she said. Now I think the play may start to be in long-term treasuries. So I've started to dip my toe in every time the 30-year crosses 5%, I buy, right? Because when interest rates eventually do go down, I don't know when that will happen. 1% move down is a 20% capital gain in that bond. So I can play a bond even more now than a stock in a certain level. But I don't know when the top of this bond market is going to be. But I'll let it show it to me. That's always the question. Mm. We don't know 
when when it comes to anything with the market or bonds or anything, Abe. So are you also looking at bonds as opportunities? And at what point do you say, okay, let's move cash off the sidelines and back into stocks? How are you guiding your clients through this? Yeah, as much as we've kind of poo-pooed bonds over the years, you know, I think Susie Orman is right. Uh, it's going to be right when this happens. You know, right now we're in a rising interest rate environment. And when rates rise, bond values fall. We're probably going to still see a rate increase or two with this new Middle East war. Uh, we're probably not going to see a rate, another rate increase in 2023. That's just my guess. But we'll probably see one or two more in 2024, assuming inflation you know, is still at you know more than double its target. And so with rates going up, bond values fall. So it's dangerous to go out long and maturity on a bond if rates are going to continue to rise because you just bought something maybe at 5% when you could have bought it at five and a half or six. But Susie is right in that when rates go down, when they start going back down, bond values will go up and appreciate like they did in COVID, like when interest rates fell to almost zero, bond values appreciated. So she is right. And you know, she doesn't know when that'll happen. Neither do we. Mm-hmm. But that is a quote unquote play you could have in your portfolio. The estimation that, hey, eventually rates will go down. And when they do, we can not only lock in a nice yield of now close to five or over five, depending on the length of the bond, but also growth and appreciation of that bond when rates drop. So what we're doing to be extra safe, Heather, since we primarily work with people 55 and older, is looking at short term bonds and short term instruments in the portfolio right now, such as one to three month treasuries, six month treasuries paying over 5% right now, super short in duration. So we're not exposing ourselves to duration risk, you know, you know, a longer term bond, if you will. Okay. So yeah, that, that's the benefit of rates going up over 11 times. You can walk down to the bank now and get over 5% on a lot of savings accounts, money markets, CDs, treasuries. And that's exactly what retirees need on the safe side of the portfolio is stability. Yep. And if we can get four, five, six, or close to that on the safest side of our portfolio, that's going to take tremendous pressure off the other side of the portfolio of the market. So we just had a lady come in, Heather, and she's 70 years old and she just retired. She lives in Fairfax, Virginia. She's got $1.5 million saved. But when we did the whole comprehensive plan for her and gave her that complimentary second opinion, she came in as an eight. She came in invested as an eight, not knowing she was an eight. Mm. So one of the big problems she had was that she was taking on way too much risk. And here she is at the point of retirement, still invested in NVIDIA, Tesla, Apple, and all these companies that have done really well, but she's invested as if she was 10 to 15 years ago. And so what do people always say? Buy low and sell high. She's done extremely well. Okay. She's saved enough to retire with dignity and confidence. And if that's you and you're listening right now and you're realizing, well, I have those companies and and I do personally as well. There's nothing wrong with these companies. But when you start having 10, 20% of your nest egg in one company, you might want to rethink that if you're very close to retirement and you're depending on this nest egg for income. She had no plan to transition into retirement, which Mm. is the reason why she was coming in. No income plan, no plan for the investments, no exit strategy, no transition plan. And more than nine out of 10 people that walk through our office doors just simply don't because they've worked their entire career to get here. That's what they've been focusing on. So the solution for her, Heather, was to build an income plan to first off make sure her income exceeds her expenses. Number two, reduce risk in her portfolio, consolidate, she had accounts everywhere, and to protect 50% of her life savings and nest egg from the next market crash using principal protected instruments, treasuries are part of those, 
to protect part of her nest egg from loss. Essentially, Heather, stabilizing the portfolio from super volatile ups and downs. If you're listening right now and you sound like this lady that came into us from Fairfax, Virginia, and you might have half a million, million, two million, three million, five million dollars or more saved, and you are still invested as if you were 10 to 15 years younger, which a lot of people are, you just don't think about this stuff every day. We do. We help people with retirement every day. You're going about living your life, so you're not watching it often, probably. We want to offer you the same portfolio x-ray and analysis that we offer to this lady in Fairfax, Virginia. Just go to the retirementkey.com, click on the Contact Us tab at the top of the page, and we can begin to have these same conversations with you as well. We also have links posted in the show notes, so you can just click there if that's more convenient. Or again, just find us anytime at the retirementkey.com. All right, so we were talking about bonds and the question marks around those, particularly lately. So let's continue on with things that we have questions about, Abe, talking about Social Security, because a new study graded retirement systems around the world, and it says the U.S. deserves no higher than a C-plus grade on our retirement system. The research says that one of the biggest reasons is that Social Security's looming solvency crisis, which is projected to hit as early as 2033, possibly triggering big cuts in benefits. So how are you helping folks plan around this possibility that their benefits could be cut so that their retirement doesn't get hit with some sort of failing grade itself? Heather, I just did a Social Security webinar on what's called the Social Security Risk Score for people that are concerned that Social Security benefits could be reduced in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And this is just now 10 years away. So even on your Social Security statements, the Social Security Administration is saying by 2033, if no changes are made between now and then, Mm -hmm. all Americans are looking at about a 23% reduction Mm -hmm. in Social Security income in retirement. If that's the case, how will that affect you in retirement? Would you still be able to live the retirement of your dreams? Would your lifestyle remain unchanged if you receive a 23% reduction in Social Security income? For a lot of Americans, Heather, Social Security income is their most valuable asset that they have over their lifetime. Yeah. You know, it's the most valuable or one of the most valuable pieces of income they'll receive over their lifetime. Yeah. To have a reduction, a potential reduction of 23% in their income benefits could definitely alter their plan. Matter of fact, in that webinar that I just gave, you know, at our firm, we run Monte Carlo simulations on the, re- on the chances of retirement success, right? And if Social Security doesn't change, someone with a million bucks that's looking to create around $100,000 of retirement income with Social Security has like a 98% chance of success in retirement. Okay. If those benefits are reduced by 23%, then it's a coin flip. It's a toss-up. It's about a 50-50. And I'll tell you, if you're running Monte Carlos and your retirement success probability is 50%, that is not good. That's not good. We're typically shooting for 80% or higher. Wow. So... We just had a couple call into the show because they're concerned about all this political football. Yeah. We're in the middle of football season. There's always political football going on. I mean, you yeah. talk about taxes going up in 2026. You talk about Social Security probably being reduced in 10 short years. I mean, we're talking 10 years or less now away from all Americans probably receiving a 23% reduction in Social Security income. So this couple came in. They have $2 million saved. They're in Herndon, Virginia. They're both 62 retiring next year, concerned about all this political football and how it could affect their retirement accounts and their retirement in general. 
So $2 million saved is a good amount of money saved, right? But all over their $2 million, 401ks and IRAs is all pre-tax. That was the first concern. Yeah. Second concern is, well, if Social Security income is reduced by 23%, how will that affect us? And Abe and the team, can you run scenarios to show me what things look like without a reduction of benefits and with a reduction of benefits? And what would that look like for us? So no tax-free money, no Roth money, just all pre-tax and then concern about the Social Security program changing. First thing we did is we consolidated everything together. A lot of people putting together a retirement plan at the point of retirement, especially husband and wife, can benefit, Heather, from consolidation, meaning sure. sometimes clients will have 5, 10, 15 different accounts, yeah. pensions that they don't know about or forgot about. You know, Abe, I had this account over there at that company 20 years ago, and I just got a statement for 25000 and I'd forgot about it. You know, that mm -hmm. could be a couple hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. And then what happens, Heather, is companies sell and buy another company, and then it changes over name to name to name. You're like, you can't even keep track of it. Sure. So if you're not keeping track of it, I mean, don't expect these companies to keep track of it. Right. Right. So consolidation can be really beneficial when putting together a comprehensive plan, a well thought out plan, mm -hmm. deciding when to take Social Security, looking at the retirement plan and a potential reduction of benefits, all these things they wanted to kind of address. So we put all this together in a well thought out plan, consolidated well thought out plan, tax mapping we ran for them to figure out ways to potentially lower and mitigate taxes on their nest egg. And then that social security action plan and analysis to show them here's retirement success with no reduction of social security benefits. Here's retirement success with a 23% reduction of benefits. What would change? What could you do today to maybe plan for that reduction of retirement income down the road? Yeah. All of that happened through a comprehensive second opinion to include the tax mapping analysis and social security action plan and analysis as well. If you're listening right now, are you concerned with political football? I don't know how you couldn't be and how that could affect your social security, your taxes, your stock market investments as well. I mean, all these things going on in the world could certainly affect your retirement and nest egg and it's got to be top of mind for you if it isn't. So if you're listening right now, I want you to go to the retirementkey.com if you're concerned with these matters. Click on the contact us tab at the top of the page and we can begin to have these same conversations with you as well. Of course, you can also click on links that we've got posted and included in our show notes. Or again, just find us anytime at theretirementkey.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit theretirementkey.com. And join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. Investment advisory services offered through Abish Financial Wealth Management, LLC, number 310633, a registered investment advisor firm. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abish Financial Services, Inc., Virginia Insurance License, number 127820. Thank you.